0: Welcome to Changeable. This is episode number 291. Are we only welcoming uncomfortable feelings? Who is the welcomer? And other questions from a listener. You're tuned in to Changeable with Dr. Amy Johnson. Changeable podcast is all about breaking habits, ending anxiety, and the ironic way change really works. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Hey there, welcome back to Changeable. So this is one of my favorite kinds of episodes to do. Um, just did one recently where I I speak to questions that were sent in from a listener. Um, often these come through asking me if they're kind of short and it looks like I could kind of speak to them in five minutes or so. Um But a lot of times they're not. There's more to them or I'm just super into the question. And so I want to dive into it a little bit more here on the podcast. So this is one of those. So she asks all kinds of questions, as you'll see, about uh, feeling, all aspects of feeling. And I'm just going to start to read read her email. And then I'll kind of stop and speak to some of the things that are coming up rather than read the whole email first. Okay, so it starts with... I love your explorations into leaning in and welcoming whatever is arising and how to feel into the body energies discomforts. It's helpful in so many ways and it's relieving to say yes to what comes rather than spend so much energy resisting it. There's so much information shift and life being with rather than pushing against or trying to make things go away. Super useful and at the same time it seems like your offerings up to this point focus on how to be with the uncomfortable energies there seems to be an emphasis on being with the discomfort. That makes sense since those are the ones our minds want to avoid and we need help with how to be with them. Um, okay, so I'm going to pause here for a sec. So this is so interesting to me. <laughs> and I totally get it. I get, I get that it sounds like this and I get, you know, I think maybe where... Um, where the questions coming from, and and I'm guessing probably many of you listening are like would kind of agree and be like, yeah, it's mostly about leaning into discomfort. But it's fascinating to me because, in my mind and in my practice of this, it's not at all about that. So, um, so there's just maybe some kind of little mismatch there we can look at. But um, here's the thing, like, so I, I can see why it looks like that because for sure. Um, most of the things people ask about, and and as you say, questioner, (laughs) um, I'll call you your name, Chris, as you say, Chris, um, discomfort is the thing that we're like not wanting to feel or what what our mind calls discomfort, right? If it feels uncomfortable to us, that's the last thing we want to lean into. And what feels comfortable, whether we're leaning in or not, who knows, or whether we're really kind of sort of aware of and in the in the feeling of it who knows but either way it just doesn't seem like a thing we kind of feel like we can we think we want to feel that stuff again who knows where attention is in thought or energy or whatever but it just it just seems like a non issue but it's this discomfort that we have so much thinking about so so yes it makes sense that that's what pops out that those are the questions that most people have around this that I've probably spoken to publicly and and elsewhere um, it makes sense that probably when I give examples of this I'm like in the podcast I'm giving examples of what people experience as discomfort because yeah those are just kind of the, the seems to be the major context for it but I love that you ask this because I think it's super important to see that this has nothing to do with leaning into discomfort because, I can't, like, there is no distinction. In the, and I don't want to give a spoiler alert here, but this is what we start to see as we just feel more. There, there actually is no distinction outside of a thought that labels it one way or the other. So as we feel what's happening physically, or as we're just in this felt sense of life, which is the way I kind of like to talk about it now, just this felt sense of life, like, which includes other senses. It includes what we're seeing and smelling and hearing and for sure what we're feeling. As we're living kind of just with a little more attention in this felt sense of life, noticing thoughts, not worrying about those, but just trying to kind of feel our way through life, there is no discomfort or comfort really, because those are thoughts. So you may be thinking you're like kind of feeling your way through life, whatever that means. Again, for me, it's just a attention. is feels like it's naturally, I'm not doing this, but it's like attention is shifted downward, so to speak. And there's just a, a greater knowledge of, of felt like everything feels felt so much more than it used to. So there's, there's noticing and placing attention in the sensory data that's coming in the body feelings all of that and in that there is no such thing as comfort or discomfort now when we're when we're in that place and again I'm kind of doing air quotes as I say that but when attention is more in the felt sense what can sometimes happen is that thought pops out and is a little easier to recognize So you may be sort of in the felt sense, or with your attention in the felt sense, and then you might hear your mind say, "You know, am I done yet? (laughs) This is... Oh, is this over yet? Ooh, this hurts. I don't like this. Or ooh, this is a nice feeling. I hope this one lasts for a while." That's all thought, and I don't that that doesn't have anything to do with felt. Now it's weird because it's thought talking about the felt sense. It's the narrator, right? But. But we don't want to fall in this trap of thinking that because my mind says, Ooh, I like this, I want more of that feeling, that it's a comfortable feeling. It's a comfortable feeling at least as much, if not more, because the mind just called it one. That, that's it. it. That's just a thought labeling it. In the actual sensation and the actual energy that's pulsing around in there, I can't find comfort or discomfort. I just find energy, just find sensation, just find felt, just find vibration, you know, and these are all labels also. But they're, but they're, there may be a little more neutral or basic than all these evaluation words like comfort, discomfort, like it, don't like it. So, in the felt sense, there isn't, there isn't really a distinction. That distinction seems like it's only in thought. So, I think you're totally right that probably more of the examples and the coaching around this is around that discomfort for the reason that you mentioned, but it's huge to see that though those labels don't really have anything to do with what we're talking about and what we're exploring here. Um, okay, so she goes on to say, I know this isn't what you mean, but my mind is hearing that as it's my job to sit and feel uncomfortable. Um, yeah, so... A couple i mean there's no job obviously you can you can do what you want to do but it really the part of that that kind of jumps out at me most is to sit and feel uncomfortable because again this is where you you do it and see what your experience shows you my words are going to mean absolutely nothing all they might possibly do is encourage you to play with this more and i know that you chris do play with this but for everyone listening like all my words can ever do is just encourage you to do your own exploration. I I can't tell you, but when when we're in that energy and those sensations in the felt sense, again, we are not sitting and feeling uncomfortable. That would be a thought. If that thought arises, fine, then that thought arises. If the mind says, ooh, this is uncomfortable, I don't like this, and that truly is our experience. I'm not saying it's a thought that isn't felt. I mean, it's a it's a thought. It becomes our experience, right? But but when you start to really go into this and kind of break it down a bit, where is the discomfort? Is it in that sensation? No. That You look for yourself, but I've never found it there, ever. When I go into feelings and sensations, I might feel something my mind wants to call tightness or or fluttering, or even burning, even heat, something like that. I can't find I don't like this in the sensation. I only have ever found that in a thought, in in thought form. I can't find discomfort in the sensation. It only shows up when the mind says, this is uncomfortable. So, So this question is so great and it's how it looks to our mind. And of course, it's how it looks to our mind because this is like the mind is just constantly talking to keep us listening to it, you know, and to help us like, oh, you don't need to feel, you don't need that feeling stuff. You don't need it, which is really kind of to say, you don't need reality. You don't need what's actually here. Listen to me tell you a story about what I think is here and what should be here and what might be here later if you listen to me. That's what the mind is doing. Like everything, because it cause it's lives in time and space and it can't, it doesn't know. It doesn't know kind of quote unquote reality, what's, what's actually felt and sensed and and alive right here in this moment. It just categorizes and narrates and tells a time-based story about these things. So, of course, the mind would say, um, okay, it's your job to go sit in discomfort and that doesn't sound fun, so let's not do it. <laughs> let's listen to the mind instead. Okay, mind, what what better solution do you have? Oh, it has tons of better solutions. It'll help you think your way out of whatever's going on all day long if you want it to. But that that's just how the mind is narrating it, just how the mind is saying it. When we actually do this and just test it out for yourself, do you find that you're actually sitting in discomfort when you're fully in this felt sense, feeling for energies and sensations and just hanging out there. And you can just see how that goes. Okay, so Chris says, I recently heard a quote from Sydney Banks talking about resting in the beautiful feeling. What about welcoming the love, gorgeousness, beautiful feelings and hanging out with those? Would you speak to that? Yeah, because again, it's not really any different or see for yourself. Like, what if we just feel before labels, before the mind has a story about it, or while the mind's making a story, but we don't care. Stories can happen. And we're just feeling from this curious, dumb, I don't know, I'm just going to feel what's here. Your mind can be freaking out, being like, oh my God, this is the best feeling ever. I hope this never goes away. And what did you do? We need to figure out what you did to cause this feeling who cares? That doesn't mean that what you're going to feel into is amazing, like it isn't anything until the mind calls it something. It's just, it's just sensation. It's just life. It's just energy. It's just the felt sense of being alive. Same as grief and fear and and anxiety and panic and all of that. It's just a felt sense of life is what we're really feeling. So for sure, though, if it, if, if we had that experience of like, Ooh, something, something here is nice, and that is our how our experience works. Feel right into that. Go for it. There's absolutely, you know, why not? Um, you know, it, just, just, just see if you can kind of. Again, I love this question of like, what is there gorgeousness in this feeling, or is the gorgeousness in the mind saying, "Ooh, this is gorgeous feeling." And I hate to kind of make a separation where there truly isn't one, but I don't know. I think, I think in this case that can be sort of a helpful kind of exploration. This is also where, like, again, when we get into what about feeling nice stuff or not nice stuff or whatever. um, This is where the whole idea of leaning in as a kind of practice kind of falls apart a little bit because, again, it's just a, how language works, I guess. But I mean, when we say leaning in, which I called it that for a while, it just, it kind of feels like a thing we're going to do and we're going to notice a feeling or an emotion or an energy and we're going to lean into it or we're not. And I think really what starts to happen as we play with this is, is there's just a a greater awareness of attention placed in sensory information, period, which again has no label, it has no evaluative quality whatsoever. It, it, it just is what's present and most immediate and most alive right here, right now. It's just absolute full immersion with life as life is showing up before the mind comes in and starts talking about it. Um, I will also say that for many people, I think um, it's kind of weird, but like feeling comfortable or wanting to lean into or fully feel um, quote-unquote positive feelings can be much harder than feeling the quote-unquote negative feelings. Many people are just more comfortable with something that feels a little bit like pain or suffering. And that doesn't don't make any meaning of that. If that resonates with you or applies to you, it doesn't mean that you're messed up or a horrible person or a masochist or any of that. It's just, you know, sometimes that's just more familiar. And especially when we've kind of been seekers and done a lot of work, we're more used to like looking for something that our mind calls discomfort and trying to work on it or do something with it. And sometimes the nice feelings, it's like we are a little afraid to let ourselves go there because we know they're fleeting. We know that's going to go away. So, you know, there's all kinds of just funny little beliefs and habits and things like that, that I think sometimes make this feel like one thing's easier or harder. And that's fine. Just, you know, if you notice those, notice them. But at the end of the day, it's, it's more of like just living in this felt sense of life that doesn't really care or know anything about, About good or bad. Okay. Um, So Chris says, one of the things I find most beneficial about welcoming what arises is that to do that at some level, you have to be aware of the welcomer. I love this question. In my experience, inherent in welcoming what arises is the awareness that there is a difference between me and what arises. There's a realization that there's a more permanent, stable witness and also more changeable flexing energies that come and go inside of that. So maybe resting in the beautiful feeling is really at some point giving attention not to what's arising, but what it's arising inside of. Okay, so um, yes, <laughs> there's something in here that's huge, Chris, that I love that you're seeing this. And then there's something I just would have it's so paradoxical that's the problem okay so um so yes the like my current favorite sort of inquiry question um in addition to what the heck's going on here that's been my leading question for a long time now um my other favorite question is is like what what has always been here what's here right now what what, what is here right now, that has always, always, always been here. So you can look at that for yourself, everyone listening. Like, what is present right now in your experience, right this minute, that has never left you? What is like your Siamese twin joined at the hip? Like, the, this is, this has been, and it's here right this minute, and it always will be, and it always has been. What is that? And I don't, and you know, when we ask these kinds of questions, we're not looking for answers. Don't let your mind try to conceptualize that because that doesn't matter. But see if you can feel into that. I love this question. Like, what's here It's always been here? And I think that's what you're pointing to, Chris. And we can, we can put words around it, you know, or try to. And then, of course, we have the downside of language that people will hear that in certain ways, and that's okay. But something like what you're saying here, where you say, um a more permanent, stable witness. Um, so maybe resting in the beautiful feeling is really giving attention to not what's arising, but what it's arising inside of. So it's almost like that. Again, none of these words really resonate that much with me, but I I know, but I know what you mean. I, I see the direction you're pointing in. So I just say that for everyone to hold the actual words very loosely. But like, like what's what's seeing here, not what's being seen we know what's being seen and that's what you say is the constantly changing stuff absolutely but what's doing the seeing what is the uh, what's what is aware not what are we aware of but what is aware we used to talk about this a lot in um in like the school and stuff about with regard to thought like it's just that you're thinking rather than what you're thinking. That's huge. I mean, just to see, oh, that I'm thinking, it automatically like kind of backs you up in a sense. It's like, oh, thinking is happening, as opposed to where we often are, which is feeling totally identified with what we're thinking, which is all over the place. And, you know, you're never going to nail that down. So that's what I think you're pointing to here. And I think that's really beautiful distinction. And I love that that kind of, kind of, um, comes out as you as you play with this a little bit. Um, so in the beginning of this part, you say, in my experience, inherent in welcoming what is arising is the awareness that there is a difference between me and what arises. So you're talking about being aware of the welcomer. Um, it's, that's fine that that feels that way. And I get that. It does, it does feel that way for us. That seems to be kind of how we're wired that I'm a me and then there's all this other stuff that's not me. And so that's kind of similar to what you're saying. Like there's, there's awareness or there's seeing, and then there's all this stuff that's not seeing, which is what's being seen. Um, so in this case though, there's a me supposedly who's doing the welcoming, or there's a welcomer somewhere who's doing this welcoming and then there's all the stuff that's being welcomed. And I would just get really, really curious about this welcomer. Can you find a boundary? Like where does the welcomer, who and whatever that is, start or end and where does what's being welcomed begin? And don't, I mean, try to, look for this in your actual experience. Where is it felt? Go into feeling when the felt sense. Where is it felt that, okay, here's the welcomer and then here's where the welcoming is happening or here's the stuff that's being welcomed or however that looks. Be super curious about that And, and see if you can find any kind of distinction. I know that it seems like there is one for sure. But just examine that and see this this seems like sense. It's like, it seems like there's a me, but where? Where is the welcomer? Like, what would you point to, even if it's just a sensation? And often people will say like, oh, well, there's like a sensation behind my eyes that feels like me doing the welcoming or maybe in this case since we're feeling into life there's a sensation in my heart area or my chest that feels like the welcomer and then there's the stuff showing up there that feels like it's the welcomed or maybe the unwelcomed okay but that's a seems like like it seems like that but but can, can we see it can we feel it can like like actual feel distinction there? I think and and you know, and you we all just have to do this, and we all know the answer anyway, <laughs> so I know I'm not giving anything big away, but it's a thought it's only thought that says there's a welcomer over here, and then there's welcoming stuff over there, so see if you can find it outside of thought. I guess is a good way to play with that you know I think one of the most amazing things about welcoming what what arises is really being in that space. Where that, there is no thought there. Where I am anxiety, or I wouldn't say it that way because I know that's a label, but like I am this sensation. This sensation is all there is. Even when my eyes are open and I'm looking out in the world and I can see right now a tree and a house and a dog house. I fully am this felt sensation of being alive. Like when there is no sense of a welcomer versus what's being welcomed, I'm not saying that's the goal or anything like that, but, but that's just something that in my experience starts to happen more and more. And so I do think whether it's has quote unquote comfortable or uncomfortable feelings, that's a really cool thing to play with too. Like if you are feeling um, insecure or tired or anxious, see if you can become those things. Let me just fully be in security. I'm fully inhabiting insecurity. What does that feel like? I mean, that's how you welcome what arises. Like, it's it's full on. Because when it feels like there's a welcomer and then a thing, insecurity, that's being welcomed, well, there's an imaginary boundary there. We're like, we're like at the gate, right? We're like, eh, this much can come in, but that much can't. There's no boundary, really. There's a mind that's putting up maybe a little resistance and then maybe a little bit less because now I'm welcoming, so I'm going to open the gate a little bit more. And again, that's a totally fine place to be. Like That is how it feels often and early on and all of that. There's no problem, and and maybe later on, like there's no problem with that. But it's really fascinating to kind of take that whole sort of thought up uh, separation out of it and just fully be be completely consumed by whatever is felt. You are it, it is you, There's that's it. So I know it's very paradoxical because we, we are also saying, like you said, um, you know, it seems like there's something here that never changes, it's always been here. And then there's lots of other stuff that changes. Again, I don't know that we can find the dividing line between those two things either, but it's just one of those things where it's like, man, it seems like this, but really... When we look for where one starts and the other ends, we we usually come up pretty short. Okay, so the last part of Chris's question. Um, thank you for studying this, Chris, by the way, because I hope this is helpful for other people. But either way, it's super fun for me because <laughs> I just love this topic so much. Um, So she says, and what about feeling into all of that on purpose? Seeking out out of curiosity and true interest whether it be uncomfortable energies, beautiful feelings, and or feelings into the always present welcomer itself. Yes, do it. (laughs) I mean, I'll just say like, we don't have to, obviously, because life is constantly offering up in real time, constantly. It's just like just handing you stuff to welcome and feel all the time. So we never have to go search for anything. But if there's an experience there of like, ooh, what if I were to feel this or do that? Of course, like, you know, that would be coming up to be seen and felt and, and played with and experimented with, I assume. So go for it I don't think you have a choice I think by the time that comes up with some excitement behind it you're probably going to do it which is great so again it can it can feel like there I'm the welcomer and do I want to do I want to do it this way or do I want to do it that way at the end of the day I don't I think it's all just showing up anyway um, but for sure lean into what your that distinction when it feels like it's there and play away I think that's an awesome thing to do and it reminds me i do I've done this and I've done episodes about it um about Peter Koenig's work um, where he has people say these phrases that have the most like resistance for them, you know, and to really feel it, he calls it body work, to say this stuff out loud multiple times usually and to feel the energy that's there. And when people say these phrases like... I'm afraid I'm a horrible mother or I'm a selfish person or, you know, whatever it is for you, you'll know. You can, you probably already know just mentally, but you could say some of these things that you kind of wouldn't want to say in front of anyone else or that you're afraid are true. Say them out loud and you, and pay attention to your body and you will feel what has energy. (laughs) And, and so, I mean, that's kind of what he does is he's, He has people say these things over and over and just feel into the energy of them. And it's amazing when we feel what's behind that. We're not believing the belief. We know thought isn't true. So we're not believing the thought, but we've been pushing the thought away because we're afraid of it and therefore pushing this energy away, so to speak. So when we just let that out and say it and feel it mostly, it's really about feeling it. It's a huge release, so I love that. Um, love that as a way to do what you're saying here, which is to really seek this out, be curious. Like, ooh, what has what has resistance around it for me? That's like I say a lot. Like, bring it on. Like, I. That's that's kind of my way of doing that. But again, I'll just remind everyone, you don't have to do this. And if you're sort of new and kind of hesitant about this to begin with, just see what life gives you because we're always getting stuff to feel. Even neutrality is a thing to feel. Even like, I don't think there's anything here. That can be, you know, some of the most uncomfortable stuff there is. I don't feel anything. Okay, well, you sit in, in, I don't feel anything with a belief that you should be feeling something and you're going to feel (laughs) stuff. It's going to be all kinds of frustration and what's wrong with me and all kinds of stuff come up in that. Or even as you said, Chris, the really great stuff, like, wow, I just feel really grateful right now. Just feel really like energized and alive and vibrant right now. Sit in that. Check it out. Check it out. Like, why not? What else is there? It's either that or we go off into our mind making up some imaginary story about some other time and place that isn't real. And that's not an either or. But, you know, like, hey, whatever is showing up, just dive right in and check it out. What else are we going to do in this short time in, in these bodies, you know? We were given these bodies to feel. It's it's not an accident that bodies feel like we are feeling, we are felt, that's what we are. We are energy, we are sensation, we are, we are the felt sense. That's kind of what there is. Even thought is felt. And I don't, well, even thought is felt. Every single thought is felt. So everything is felt. That's who and what we are. It's who and what everything is. So that's the full immersion, you know, that's like, hey, let me just, that's that's like the epitome of welcome what arises. Let me just check this out and see what it is, however that shows up. So thank you so much, Chris, for sending these awesome questions. I really hope this is helpful um, and let me know. And if you guys are listening and you have, you know, quite a few questions like this or even just one question that you know think probably could use a good half hour of kind of discussion and dissecting send them my way and i'll do an episode around them thanks everyone join me for a brand new six-week course called exploring the me and my life perspective we'll examine how me and my life is a point of view we're conditioned into a point of view that posits there is a me separate from life having a life there are many fascinating aspects of this perspective that we'll explore, such as evidence for a separate me, choice and doership, other people, and fully immersing in the senses as a way to explore this point of view. We'll explore in a small group with video lessons, group calls, and a private forum. Go to dramyjohnson.com slash life to see all the details. And as a bonus, I'm giving away a private one-hour coaching session to the first few people who register. I hope to see you there.